Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat as we open up our show today with the Beach Boys. Pat, it was this week, about 56 years ago, 56 years ago that they recorded that song. Wouldn't it be nice? Oh my gosh, what a fun song. It's amazing because I I never think of the Beach Boys as like my favorites or anything like that. But every time I hear a song like that, I'm like, oh, it's so good. I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Well, and just a fun Un- way to appreciate I think. They can be. They had all sorts of fun harmonies. It's just fun music to listen to, I think. Yeah. Um, and here's something else I have for you. That was a little bit of music history. Now I want to take you back 41 years ago, Pat. It was okay. this month, 41 years ago, when Ronald Reagan was sworn in as the 40th president of the United States. And I have some audio of the hmm. swearing in. Uh, this is Chief Justice Warren Burger swearing in Ronald Reagan as president. I, Ronald Reagan, do solemnly swear. I, Ronald Reagan, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, and will, to the best of my ability, preserve protect and defend preserve protect and defend the constitution of the united states the constitution of the united states so help you god so help me god now congratulate you sir now pat i'm guessing you probably don't remember watching that <laughs> As a kid, I was seven, and I don't remember that. Um, I remember when he was shot. Um, oh yeah, gosh, that was scary. That, I yeah. Don't, yeah, but uh, I mean, I've actually—I don't think I've ever heard that audio. It's really cool. But I will say, I was confused when um, when it Mr. wasn't Berger his voice right? was saying "I, I, Ronald Reagan," and then I was like, "Boy, that doesn't sound like I Ronald know. Reagan that I remember." And so anyway, yeah, that was that was really I know, cool. and that's why I had to tell you that that who it was because it threw me off at first also and i didn't realize who was doing the swearing in for him until i looked that up that it was warren Berger who was chief justice so so funny name and a, a bit of a fun fact for you that I'm it was warren, that. warren Berger who <laughs> swore in ronald reagan and there's another reason why i wanted to play this pat because you think about that was 40 some years ago right when ronald reagan was sworn in as president 40 some years ago inflation was a big deal it was a big story mm. and then it kind of went away but now here we are 40 years later and we are feeling the squeeze and feeling the pinch of inflation and a lot of people are really concerned about this issue because inflation right now pat is at a nearly 40 year high so it is back it is back with a vengeance And it is a big topic that I think that we ought to talk about. And I actually, Pat, I also have some audio from Jerome Powell, who is the chair of the Federal Reserve, talking a little bit about the financial squeeze that we're feeling with higher inflation. We know that high inflation exacts a toll, particularly for those less able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. What are you hearing from people right now, Pat, about their concerns about inflation? I mean, this is 24-7, you know, yeah. I mean, this this is on, on all of our minds. It really does affect everyone, but clearly for what we do every day, it affects retirees the most because, 
you know, if you are working in some way, whatever type of work that you're doing, there's probably some way that your income is adjusting for inflation, whether it's just annual salary increases from your employer or what have you. When you're retired, you have to create that for yourself. And I, I've been saying, and you know this, Jen, the last decade has been one of the most difficult times to be retired because the stock market's been so high for so long and interest rates are so low, but the only thing we've had going for us is low inflation. And now that's gone too. <laughs> so, right. so it's a really scary time. I mean, if you think about it, if inflation were to be 5% a year for 10 years, that is a enormous problem for retirees because there's a lot of issues that brings up. Yeah. And, and when you, you mentioned things like interest rates, and that is something else that we have to talk about. The big question is what is going to be done to address inflation? And interest rates are certainly a part of this. Jerome Powell saying that raising the cost to borrow money, that is an option that's going to be on the table. If we see inflation persisting at high levels longer than expected, if we have to raise interest rates more over time, we will. So let's talk a little bit about that. If they have to raise them even more than what they've already scheduled to raise interest rates, they will. This is where we start to see a challenge here, and we start to see two sides of this issue because, Pat, high interest rates, uh, that is a problem for borrowers, but for people trying to live off of what they've saved and, and trying to get an, generate an interest rate, that's kind of good news. So how do you approach talking about that? Well, I really look at this, Jen. When you think of what the Fed has to do with interest rates, it ties in with the government in general and the fact that these politicians have been spending like crazy. They've been making our debt enormous which puts pressure on the Fed because, you know, the government wants low interest rates because we have this unbelievably large amount of debt. And if interest rates go way up, we can't afford to pay the interest on it. So I think interest rates have been too low for too long. Um, so it's not surprising at all. They're finally talking about raising them. And it just creates a whole host of a problem. You know, if you're if you're a younger listener, obviously higher interest rates uh, means, you know, could be issues for Car loans could be issues for you know mortgage rates and things like that. If you're moving, you know buying a new house, but for all of us, uh, it could be a huge problem because increasing rates can be a problem for bonds. It could be a problem for stocks. So it can create all kinds of different challenges when we're dealing with our money. And we are in a serious time of change right now in our country. And that's one of the times that I would say, if you haven't looked at your retirement plan or your financial plan, or if you don't have one, now is really an incredible time to sit down and talk to someone to see where you stand, see if you're on track, and if you're prepared for these major changes. That's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation. To get started, you just call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, that's an opportunity to talk with one of our financial advisors at no cost and no obligation. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement and the Retirement Secret. So glad you're here with us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. And Pat, those interest rates, clearly an issue, and this is such a challenge to try to navigate. But there are other challenges as well. Let's talk a little bit about, Pat, some of those other big risks that we need to be aware of, because there are a lot of things that could pose a threat to our retirement. Yeah. So, I mean, the things that, you know, people come to us and they ask about are, you know, things like, how do you even know if you've saved enough for retirement? That's probably one of the biggest ones that we hear. And that's the reason um, I've had so many people tell us, you know, yeah, we've listened to your show for a while. and We've thought about coming in or we've seen you on TV or we've been thinking about talking to someone, but we've just been kind of doing our own thing. And we haven't actually done an analysis of where we stand. And, you know, something happens and something triggers a meeting and they come in. And what often happens, Jen, now, of course, this isn't everyone, but what often happens is they're better off than they realized. And it's this enormous, like, oh, thank goodness. I'm so happy that we know that. And so that's the reason we always say there's just tremendous value in, in coming in and talking to a retirement planner, just because it gives you so much of a better idea of where you stand, because you really don't know, you're not informed on how you should be acting with your finances until you know where you stand because, you know, that's kind of the first step in, you know, making progress and accomplishing your goals. That's right. And let's talk a little bit about, you know, as we talk about some of these different risks and some of these different things we want to be prepared for, what goes into a comprehensive strategy for our retirement income to help protect us against all these different risks? 
Yeah, we always say a true income plan has a number of items to it. The first thing is uh, you have to have a plan for having steady income come in. And that sounds silly, right? Right? Because of course, that's what we (laughs) all want. Uh, But when you stop and think about it, a lot of the finance world and Wall Street doesn't do that. They say, hey, you've got your Social Security. Um, If you have a pension, uh, that's awesome. Most people don't have those anymore. And then we're just going to invest your money and we're going to put it in a mix of stocks and bonds. And as long as the markets are flat or going up, you're going to be fine. Now, if it starts going down a lot, could be a problem, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And so that's not steady. You know, if, if the answer is, hey, if the markets start to crash, you either need to pause your income or dramatically reduce it. I've never met anyone who says, oh, yeah, that's great. That's no problem at all. Right. So to have it be steady, it doesn't mean you have to have all your money out of the markets, but it does mean you need to take a different approach. And then we always thought, you know, you mentioned inflation. You have to have a plan for inflation as part of your income plan. And then if you're married, we got to make sure that that income lasts as long as both of you last. And then if one of you passes away before the other, we need to make sure that surviving spouse is protected. So there's actually four categories, three for everyone, and then a fourth for married couples. That gives you a comprehensive income plan. Those are the kinds of things that we think just once you have that in place, it should give you just a tremendous amount of comfort to know that you're prepared. And when you talk about, you mentioned inflation just a moment ago, and that that has been a big topic of this entire segment, really. Market Watch says when we talk about inflation, nobody suffers more from high inflation than retirees. And you think back to the 70s, retirees living on a fixed income, they were hit the hardest as prices continued to skyrocket every year retirees got poorer. And right now, inflation is the highest we've seen in nearly 40 years. Yeah, that's right, Jen. And the truth is inflation never, never sleeps. It might ramp up or slow down, but it never goes completely away. If you want to maintain your current standard of living in retirement, you have to understand what rising inflation can do to your retirement and how you can help protect your savings. So today we're offering our no-cost, no-obligation inflation retirement income analysis to help you figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about and uncover any risks posing a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market volatility, tax increases, or skyrocketing healthcare costs, and learn about the options for generating income in retirement. There's no cost, and there's no obligation, but for listeners of today's show who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your inflation retirement income analysis. You might have a good handle on your budget today, but the cost of everything doubles about every 20 years. That means in 20 years, you'll be spending twice as much to have the same lifestyle. To get started, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Offers Insurance Services, Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 2022 is here. If retirement is on your radar, let Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists put together a written retirement income plan for you. Call today for an initial consultation, 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat, millions of Americans' money is in something like a traditional IRA. In fact, the total value, Pat, of all of those accounts is more than $19 trillion nationally. Those are numbers from 2020, which is some of the more recent figures we have. But a lot of money in these IRAs out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one of those things, Jen, when you think about you know a quote-unquote retirement account, generally that's going to be a 401k or a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. 
the vast majority of that is going to be in the 401k and traditional IRA, which means the taxes are being deferred on those. So this is you know one of those topics that is not talked about enough because it really brings together a few of the biggest issues that most retirees have to address, which is how do I invest to grow my money, to preserve it, to generate income, which is part of what's inside that account. How do you protect yourself from taxes, which is you know when you're taking it out, and then how do I create an income plan? So all those together are tied in with those retirement accounts. And as we talk a little bit about these different accounts, one of the things that we want to be talking about, Pat, obviously it's a good move to be building up savings, putting money into those accounts. Where things get a little bit trickier is when we're taking money out of those accounts. And you need to understand that the type of 401k or IRA or whatever it is that you have, that really matters when it comes to how your retirement income will be taxed when you're taking money out of those accounts. And that's a big part of the discussions that you have with people, right? Absolutely right, Jen. And the main thing we always say is this comes from, you know, we had uh, the best-selling author, David McKnight, on our show a while back, and we brought him in and, and spoke to our clients a couple years back. And he simplifies it so well, and he talks about basically there's three different ways you can set up your accounts, and they're all taxed differently. There's just a regular savings or investment account, which would be like having a CD at the bank or like a, a mutual fund or a brokerage account, and you get taxed on the interest or dividends on that each year. Uh, it's just a regular taxable account, no big deal. And then you have tax deferred accounts, and that's what you were bringing up. So uh, 401k, traditional IRA, where many people accumulate most of their wealth when they're saving for retirement because you have those great tax advantages when you're deferring it. But of course, you'll owe all the taxes on the back end. And then you have something that's more of a tax-free structure, which would be like a Roth IRA. So you don't get the upfront tax benefits, but then typically the growth and the income afterwards will all be tax-free. And so how you structure how much you have in each of those areas is going to go a long way towards how much taxes you're going to pay in retirement. And this is something that isn't talked about very much. You know, many of our retirees are kind of in the baby boomer generation, and they were all told, well, just defer all the taxes because you're in a higher tax bracket now, and then when you retire, you're going to be a low tax bracket. Well, that might work for some people, but guess what? A lot of people... They want to do stuff in retirement, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so, so sometimes they're spending a decent amount of money. They're not in a lower tax bracket. And then, of course, this brings in the whole subject of where our tax rates going in the future. Because if they're going to be higher in the future, why on earth would we be deferring all our taxes mm-hmm. to that point? So, so these are really big issues. And uh, I'm glad we're taking a little time to dig into it. And another thing that we've mentioned before on the show, but I think it's important to really spend some time talking through, is the rules for how we take money out with those required minimum distributions. Because we've seen some changes in recent years, Pat, with when that has to be done, and it seems like there can be some confusion as to when you have to take that money out. So let's talk a little bit about those RMDs, the required minimum distributions, what do we need to know about when to start taking those? Yeah, so this is one of those things, Jen, that I've been doing this 24 years, and uh, most of my career has been working with people planning for and into retirement. So, you know, I know the rules of required distributions backwards and forwards. (laughs) And I always have to remind myself, if you haven't reached that age yet, you may not know a whole lot about it, right? Right. Because it's, why would you? You, There's no reason to waste a lot of effort, you know, thinking about it. It's not something that we're all sitting around thinking about all that often. Yeah. Which is weird to me because I am all the time, right? And uh, so I guess you're saying I'm not normal. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is, uh, but it's a really big deal. And so the first thing is, uh, it used to be when you, the year you turned 70 and a half, you had to start taking a certain amount out every year. That was always very weird and confusing. So I'm glad they actually changed that recently and they've moved that up to age 72. So it's the year you turn 72, you have to take money out during that calendar year. It's basically just the premise. And one of the things that comes up, Jen, with a lot of clients is they might say, why does that? rule exists. And I always like to explain the rule exists because of the fact that these are called retirement accounts, which are designed to help Mm -hmm. you spend money in retirement. They Mm -hmm. are not designed to leave to the next generation. So the government is saying, we've given you a tax break and now you need to pay the piper. It's time to start paying some taxes. Now, some of our clients live off of that money, so it's not a big deal, but a lot of people have accounts they don't want to touch. So this is really, really important that people understand that these rules exist. And, you know, I'm always amazed if someone is trying to handle their 
their own finances past this age because it can be very complicated. And if you have, you know, more than one retirement account, you know, coordinating all those accounts can be very messy. And I've, we've had people, you know, hire us. And when they say, now, how do the retired distributions work? And how do I figure those out? And we, when we say, oh, we handle all that, you don't have to worry about it. Just the look of relief on their face is just, oh my goodness, that's so yes. great. I'm so glad I don't have to worry about that. So this is a great example of a topic that I would mention. If you're not familiar with required minimum distributions, or if you're worried about them or confused about them or not sure how they work, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. That's something we will discuss with you during our five-step retirement review, which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you have retirement accounts, are they structured properly? Are you prepared for those required distributions? Are you prepared for the taxes that you're gonna have to pay for those? Is there any planning you can do to improve your situation? All part of that five-step retirement review. To get started with no cost, no obligation, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we talk a little bit about those RMDs, those required minimum distributions, here's why this is a big deal, Pat. Not only do we have to think about the taxes here that can apply when we're taking out that income, there are penalties that can apply if we don't follow the rules. And to me, this is a really big deal, understanding the penalties. What do retirees need to know, Pat, about the penalties if we aren't getting it right with those required minimum distributions? Yeah, this is crazy, Jenna. As far as I know, now the tax code is massive, <laughs> so uh, I don't. I used to know, you it's know, not how much light longer. Reading, for sure. Yeah, and you know, I, I know it's longer than the Bible is. Yes. It, maybe it's two or three times longer now. I don't know what it is. It's obviously never getting shorter. It's only getting longer. But it's the largest penalty in the tax code, which mm -hmm. is if you don't take enough for your required distribution, or if you don't take it at all, the amount that you were supposed to take out, it's a fifty percent penalty, not one five five zero. So if your required distribution for the year was supposed to be $10,000 and you don't take that out, they're going to penalize you $5,000. So that is almost just kind of mind-boggling that they would even do that. But it just shows you how severe that is. And by the way, Jen, we've had so many clients under so many circumstances where maybe sometimes – they're asking us to handle most of their money, but they have an, an old account somewhere that they want to leave with maybe a family member or something like that. And there's some miscommunication with required distributions. We've seen this happen. We've worked through it with their accountants. We've worked through it with the IRS. You know, there's all kinds of different steps and tricks that we've learned over the years. But you really, really need to be serious about this and make sure that you don't make any major mistakes. And here's the thing. I, I did a little research on this, Pat, and even death isn't a good enough reason to miss the RMD. Because let me give you an example here. If you inherit an IRA from a non-spouse, if you inherit an IRA from a parent and they are already uh, have been taking those distributions out, it's up to you to make sure that full RMD has been taken by December 31st of the year the death occurs. So you can't even die and get out of it, Pat. So somebody's <laughs> got to take that RMD. It's the two things that we know that we can count on, right? Death and taxes. Death and, taxes and right. yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing. And of course, you think about that. And for most people, they haven't dealt with any of this. So you're inheriting a retirement account from somebody, and now you don't know what to do. And a lot of times, the accountant doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the uh, these rules have changed over the years. So sometimes the company holding the IRA doesn't know what to do. We see messy things like this all the time. They're constantly changing the tax laws on this. And the other thing is, you know, up until the last maybe 10 years, people weren't passing away with retirement accounts because there wasn't an IRA or 401k before the mm -hmm. 70s or 80s. You know what I mean? So it's really right. just an interesting thing. And the main thing, of course, that we just want to make sure of is that money isn't wasted. Uh, we want to make sure you understand what the rules are and that you're you know, not paying any unnecessary penalties and that you're paying taxes in the lowest tax bracket. All of those things can make a huge difference to your bottom line. It's certainly something that you want to get some guidance on. I'm going to repeat the number that Pat shared earlier, that the RMD penalty for missing it is 50%. That is the highest penalty in the tax code. If you don't follow the rules, you don't want steep penalties and potentially higher taxes swiping away at your retirement savings, leaving you with a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement. Yeah, and if you were to make a mistake with your required distributions, the penalties are just extremely mm -hmm. severe. And you also need to understand the timing of your required distributions. 
imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up steep penalties along with regular withdrawals and paying income taxes on that as well. For listeners to today's show, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE and we can help you create a retirement income plan that includes a strategy for taking these types of distributions. Once again, there's no cost and there's no obligation, but for listeners of today's show, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Whether it's a 401k or an IRA that you have for retirement, one thing is certain, you cannot treat your retirement account like an ATM. Spending down your savings too quickly and running out of money is just an option that you cannot afford. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And whether it's an IRA or a 401k that you have, one thing is certain, you cannot treat your retirement account just like a big ATM. We cannot just, every time we need a little cash, go go raid <laughs> those things, Pat. Give me some strategies that you might recommend. Well, I think one of the things that we always talk about, Jen, uh, with our clients is sometimes I'll have someone say, you know, let's say they worked with us for three or four years, and they'll say, oh, it's time to buy a new car, or we had to replace the roof, or we had some, you know, a big trip or something like that. And they'll say, I was looking at all my accounts, and I was thinking maybe this is the right one to take from. What do you think about this? And when I, I always kind of interject, and I say, oh, we talked about this when you hired us. That's our job. The, the whole reason we're here is we're here to help you figure out which accounts make sense to let them grow, which ones make sense to draw monthly income out of. And if you have extra spending, we have a plan for places you can get your money where there's no penalties and minimizing the taxes. And they, they oh yeah, that's right, you mentioned that. <laughs> like it's, it's so nice that you can do that because that's the main thing I would say, Jen, is that you know there's a delicate balance, there's a perfect balance somewhere. It's very difficult to find, but we don't want anyone accumulating all their money and never spending it and having fun. And we don't want them, of course, spending it down like an ATM, like super fast. We want you to enjoy, get the most out of your retirement in a responsible way. So how we do that, of course, uh, is part of what we call custom built retirement because it's, everyone's different, right? Some people want to have more of a go-go retirement where they're doing a lot of things. Other people are more comfortable, you know, spending less or accumulating more, or, you know, leaving more behind the family. So that's the beauty of custom building your plan, first of all, is making sure your planners understand what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And then, then you build the strategies for how you distribute your money after that. And let's back up for a little bit too. When we talk about the income side of this, how do we figure out how much income we're going to need these different accounts to generate? I mean, I, I feel like that's a pretty important part of this whole conversation here. That's a really big part Just of it. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes people say, Jen, oh, you talk about, you know, working with your clients and asking what they're going to be doing in retirement. And they say, why do you ask that? You know, why are you just curious? And, and we yeah. say, well, we we certainly want to get to know our clients right. and, you know, know what their interests are. But the other thing is it's very practical that we have to know how much money they're going to need coming in to spend to do all the things that they want to do in retirement. And like I said, the range of our clients is off the charts. You know, we have mm -hmm. some people that are, are very happy to get a good cup of coffee and sit out on the porch in the rocking chair and relax and enjoy the view. Whereas sure. we have other people that are jet setting around the world. Right. And of course that costs a little more money. So, so yeah, we absolutely have to start with uh, figuring out, let's say right now you're still working and you're trying to figure out when to retire. So we need to look at timing of your retirement, what your nest egg is going to accumulate to until that time, what type of spending that you want to do in retirement. And for most people, that's not going to be just a flat amount. We have to think about inflation and how that's going to you know, affect costs over time. And maybe you say, hey, for the first 10 years of my retirement, I want to kind of tackle my bucket list and I want to have like a separate fund for travel or something like that. You know, and I'm just picking that out of my head. It's just an sure. example where you might say, hey, I want to buy an RV when I retire and whatever it is, that's what we want to do. We want to figure out how to budget for whatever those things are. So finally, Jen, going back to your question, mm -hmm. now we have an idea of what you're going to be spending. 
every month, but we're still not there yet. We still don't know how much income we're going to generate from your accounts because now we have to figure out what are all the sources of income that you have. For most people, it's not just their nest egg. For most people, they have some type of Social Security benefits. We have to decide what's the best way to claim your Social Security because for most people, it doesn't make sense just to take it on the day you retire. There's usually better ways to do it. And then uh, do you have any pension benefits? Do you have any other sources of income? Do you have uh, rental property? Do you want to work part-time or consult in retirement? So all of these things factor into this. And then only then, Jen, do we get to the point where you say, okay, now you've got your nest egg and we need to generate X number of dollars a month. And what are the, what are the different strategies to do that? So I'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of uh, steps to getting to that point. There certainly are a lot of things that we want to be thinking about. And Pat, I just think it's so easy for people to make assumptions. Oh, I won't be spending as much on this or I won't be spending as much on that and really not seeing some of the other areas where they might be spending more on. It's just important to have that conversation with somebody who has done this with other people and has guided other people through it. And you've done this so much, Pat, that you actually have a whole process for how you you walk people through all of this and really make sure that we don't miss out checking on any of those boxes. Just tell us a little bit about what that process is like as you are walking people through the budget, the income that they'll need, and all the factors that they need to be thinking about. Yeah, thanks, Jen. So we call our process a five-step retirement review, which the first step is always at no cost and no obligation. And it's just a very practical reason we do that is we don't want to charge you anything unless we know we can provide you with value. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're looking for someone to help you along to get to and through retirement, a lot of the things that are part of that, that's what we do. Now, there's all kinds of other services in the financial world that is not our focus, right? And so we want to make sure, you know, before we would even suggest charging you anything, we want to make sure we can bring value. So that's why there's no cost, there's no obligation. The five areas we cover are income, investments, taxes, healthcare, and your estate. Those are the five areas that we believe are part of a comprehensive plan. Now, for most people, that five-step retirement review is going to give you a preliminary income plan and help you take a look at a, a rough estimate of your expenses and your income and where it's going to come from and where you stand right now. And then if someone decides to hire us to build a custom-built retirement plan, that's when we would actually go into planning through those expenses in more detail and things like that. And, and the, the thing I'll, I'll mention, Jen, is we've really had very little challenges over the years with clients where we've just never had problems with missing the mark on expenses. And I think it's just because, like you were saying, we've retired with so many clients so many times, we just have a good way of estimating it, you know? Mm -hmm. And some clients are content to say, you know, some person might be a more big picture person to say, oh, I think we're going to need X number of dollars a month. And, you know, we kind of work that out with what they're spending now. Whereas some people might have a, you know, very large Excel spreadsheet that goes down to the penny of this is the exact amount we need. And that's totally okay. Uh, It really depends on your personality. That's part of custom building it to what works for you. But the bottom line is that's where the confidence comes from. That's where the comfort, the peace of mind comes from is knowing that you have a certain amount that you're going to need coming in every month and then knowing that there's a plan to get that there. And that's the reason uh, we love the fact that we don't have any kind of cost or obligation to start the process. So hopefully that gives you comfort that you know you're not going to be having any costs unless you know there's going to be tremendous value there. So if you're interested in taking that first step, all you have to do is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Again, it's a five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside. Now, Pat, I want to talk about one more strategy here. Some people might want to take a traditional IRA or 401k, which is tax deferred. And so you, you are paying the taxes later on that and convert that into a Roth account. So then they have those tax-free withdrawals later. But of course, there are some different things that we need to know before we make a decision like that. What do we need to know about a strategy like that, what we call that Roth conversion? Yeah, so this is one of those topics that has been available to us. Really, the Roth IRA started when I became an advisor, Jen, not related, of course, in any way, but just <laughs> out, of co- out of coincidence. So it's been uh, about 24 years now that that's been available. And I saw right away, uh, and I, I can't say at 22 years old coming out of college that I was an expert financial advisor, but I saw right away the power of the Roth IRA. Sure. So it's been something we've talked about uh, with our clients for a long time, and we've had some people working on it a little bit. But what really changed the way 
way our clients look at this, Jen, is when we brought in David McKnight, best-selling author of the book, The Power of Zero. He came and spoke to our clients. He's been on our radio show a couple of times, and he just has a wonderful way of looking at this. And one of the phrases he uses is the tax train's coming. And do you mm-hmm. want to stay on the tracks or do you want to get off the tracks? And what he's talking about is we've all been told to defer all these taxes in our traditional IRAs and 401ks. But look at our debt as a country, and most experts believe the only way our government solves the debt crisis is to increase taxes at some point. And so the question he asks is, if you're deferring taxes, let's say you're in a 22% bracket, what about when you're taking that money out? Who knows what tax rate you're going to be paying at? It could be 22%. It could be 32%. It doesn't make sense to defer it and pay more taxes later. So this is a conversation we're having with every single client. It's part of our tax plan and part of their custom-built retirement plan. There are a couple different ways that you can structure income to come in tax-free in retirement. A Roth conversion is one of those. And this is, we believe, maybe some of the highest value work we're doing right now, Jen, because we have people that are in a 22% tax bracket, and we're looking at, can we get you down to a 12% or a 10% or even, as David McKnight talks about, a 0% tax bracket at some point in retirement? And we absolutely believe there's the potential where some people could be saving tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. And of course, you know, there's no perfect solution for everyone. Um, The perfect example of that is we have a lot of people that are worried about taxes. They say, I want to do a Roth conversion. And then once we go into the details and they realize you have to pay taxes on that today, Mm. that's not very fun, right? (laughs) So so (laughs) there are things to consider. There's no easy button. There's no magic bullet or, or any one of those things. But we just think this is really something that's very important that everyone who's close to or in retirement should be thinking about right now. A lot of different options to be thinking about, especially as it relates to what kind of accounts are you putting your money in? How do you take that money out? How much should you save for retirement? Where should you save it? How do you make sure it will last after you leave your job for good? Those are some of the questions you probably have if you're getting close to retirement. Yeah, that's right. And we always say, Jen, in my last book, The Retirement Secret, one of the topics that I include in there is from one of my favorite authors, William Bernstein. And Mm -hmm. and we talk about the three phases of investing during your life. The first one is when you're far from retirement and your job is just to put the blinders on and save and grow that money as much as you can. And that's what most of Wall Street talks about. Grow your money, grow your money. (laughs) You know, that's that's Mm -hmm. kind of the, the name of the game. We work with so many clients in the last phase, which that's after you've retired. Well, that's very different, right? You'd like to have some growth, but what you really need, number one, is income. And number two, you want to preserve that principle as long as absolutely possible. So for most people, growth is actually only the third goal in retirement. But there's actually a middle section. There's a middle phase of investing. And that's when you need to transition from the early stage into retirement. And William Bernstein talks about how that's actually by far the most difficult phase because there is no one right way to do it. And that's where we always say when people say, when should you look to hire someone to help you? I always say, whenever you reach that point where you're you're not sure if it makes sense just to be in that long-term growth phase. And for some people, they hire us a year before retirement, some five years, some 10 years before. There is no right or wrong answer. But if you're starting to accumulate wealth and you're concerned about making sure it's structured properly for retirement, that's a wonderful time to look at getting an analysis done and make sure that you are on track for the retirement that you've always dreamed about. And that's why we call that process a five-step retirement review. We absolutely have no cost and no obligation for that. All you have to do is take the first step and call 803-9-RETIRE. That is your first step towards a custom-built retirement plan. And all you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. If you watch TV this fall, I'm sure you'll remember all the Medicare ads with our aging sports stars and celebrities. While I'm a fan of the stars, I'm not a fan of the ads. The reason is that they put the emphasis in the wrong place. Having additional benefits like dental and vision coverage is fine, but they leave out the details. Details like, does your doctor participate with the plans they're promoting? Are your medications covered and at what costs? These are the most important considerations when choosing an Advantage plan. Unfortunately, many people end up in the wrong plan and only find out when they first see their doctor or fill a prescription. Does this mean you're stuck in the wrong plan for the entire year? Medicare has what's called a Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. Between January 1st until the end of March, you can make a one-time only change to a different Advantage plan. During this time, you can move to a plan which better fits your needs. If you need to discuss this option, please give me a call and I'd be happy to explain how it works. 
Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. Twenty twenty two is here. If retirement is on your radar, let Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists put together a written retirement income plan for you. Call today for an initial consultation. 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's a little bit nervous right now because we're getting ready to put <laughs> Pat to the test. With a round of retirement trivia, and Pat, our topic for this week is Medicare. What do oh you think? boy! Okay, <laughs> I know. So, so a lot of years of doing the show together, and we've never done this before. So, um, I'm trusting you here, Jen. I know. You know, it's a little I scary. I know. I know. And, and Medicare is a, a scary topic. It is a big one for a lot of people. Uh, but we're going to learn some fun facts about Medicare here today. And uh, maybe you'll learn something too, Pat. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's difficult to imagine, but let's find out. I know. All right. <laughs> here we go. We're going to start with some history of okay. the Medicare program. Okay. Medicare, Pat, and here's how this works. I will ask you the question. It is multiple choice. I will okay. give you four answers, and you will need to choose one. Don't try to be tricky. Don't try to choose <laughs> two, three. You just choose one, okay? Okay. All right. You sound like such a teacher right now. I know. I'm in teacher mode, but okay. this is how it has to be. Okay. Medicare started under which U.S. president, Pat? Is it A, Harry S. Truman, B, Lyndon B. Johnson, C, John F. Kennedy, or D, Abraham Lincoln? Wow. Okay. So, first of all, I'm very disappointed that you didn't have, like— George Washington on there, you know, <laughs> Lincoln, or, I mean, or made up people, you know, right. like Steve Jobs or something like that. Um, yeah. So I uh, believe it's definitely not Abraham Lincoln. No. And um, I actually think I might know this one, Jen. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with Linda B. Johnson. And the reason I think I know that uh, I was not alive then. I was I was born <laughs> soon after that. But um, uh, you did a lot of research for my books. And so I feel like that's when that happened. That is your final answer, Lyndon B. Johnson? Unless you tell me it's wrong, then yes, final answer. You got it! Yes! Oh, the adoring crowd cheering, (laughs) too. That's great. I know. And you know, it's funny. I almost accidentally hit the buzzer, and that would have been really funny. But no, you got it right. You got it right. Let me give you a little bit more history. So Teddy Roosevelt... He actually pushed for a health insurance platform when he ran for president in 1912. And then the idea picked up steam when Truman was president in the 40s. John F. Kennedy wanted to do this also, but it actually was signed into law after Lyndon B. Johnson was president in 1965. So that's just all you need to know right there about the history of Medicare in a in a nutshell right there. That's uh, I can I quickly say I'm shocked that that actually came up in the early 1900s because I've actually yeah. read a little bit about like the healthcare system quote unquote at that time which uh, was it was pretty wild wild west. Right. <laughs> so it's, so to think of having like insurance is kind of like just yeah. mind boggling to me. It went back yeah. to Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Pat, more currently, how many Americans are covered by Medicare? Is it, yeah, is it A, 45 million Americans? Mm. Is it B, 59 million? C, 61 million? Or D, 63 million Americans covered by Medicare? Which one is it? Okay, so I definitely have no clue what the right answer is. I know, is I didn't do that thing where I was like, is it seven? Is it 800 billion? Yeah, yeah they're all pretty close. Yeah. So I feel like I, this is terrible. I don't even know how many people are in America. I'm imagining <laughs> like between three and 400 million. So all of those numbers seem completely plausible to me. Yeah. Because we are doing the subject of Medicare, I am just going to go out on a limb and guess the largest number. So I'm going to go with D. 63 right. million. So I think you are going with 63 million. Are yes. you going to, Pat, lock that in as your final answer? Can I call a friend? You on cannot. This, no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's all right uh, here. I'm going to make that my final answer then since I don't really have an interest. 
Was that right? You got it. You sure oh, did. Oh, wow. That one was that was lucky. 63.1 million Americans wow. had Medicare coverage as of 2021. So, yeah, there you go. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people on it. Yeah. Um, okay, so I know I made a whole big deal about multiple choice, A, B, C, or D. This one is just a yes or no. Okay. okay. I like my odds. Okay. So, yeah, 50-50 <laughs> on this one. Uh, this gets into Medicare terms a little bit because this is where things can get a little bit tricky, Pat. Okay. Are Medicare supplements and Medigap different? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah, those are a lot of choices there. Yes or no? I feel like that's a trick question because it probably depends on your definition <laughs> of the gap. Uh, I am going to say it is the same because... To me, the Medicare supplement is intended to help you with the gap. Okay. So I'm going to say yes. So they are the same thing. Yes. You're saying they are the same. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you the bell. Oh, my goodness. Because, because the question was, are they different? And you said yes, and you meant no, they're different. Yes, they're the same. So uh, I'm going to – I'm yeah. going <laughs> that was on me and you both. We messed up the wording. You got that it right. That was generous of you. I appreciate that. They're the that. same well, thing. Yeah. I was thinking of the actual subject matter, not act, the literal I know, questions. I know. So it was, I, it I was a lot. For that. It was a lot. No, the med, <laughs> med subs and Medigap are the same. Original Medicare is the same thing as Medicare Parts A and B. And then Medicare Advantage is the same thing as Medicare Part C. So, because you know. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that one. I didn't, I've never heard that before. Too many things here. Yeah. Um, no wonder people need help with this stuff. <laughs> this well, stuff, it wouldn't right? be any fun if it was finance and it was just straightforward and it had one name. Like, They've got to make up a bunch of different right. names so exactly. that you're as confused as possible. Not to mention something you don't even have to think about until you're 65. <laughs> right. And now all of a sudden you have to deal with it the rest of your life. And, and you're getting postcards about it every five minutes. Uh, exactly. Correct. Um, all right. Uh, I think you'll be, I think you'll be able to do all right on this one, Pat. You, you you have gotten them all right so far, right? You're 100. Uh, 100. It's you know like all most right. areas of my life. You know, oh, acing it, acing it all the way. <laughs> all right, um, I think you'll get this one. I think this will be okay. Um, okay. Which part of Medicare covers prescriptions? Is it A Part A? Is it you know? I'm just going to say the parts. I don't need to say B Part Thank you. B. Is it part A, Part B. Part C or Part D, which part of Medicare covers prescriptions? Okay, so I think Part A is kind of like, oh, no, I don't want to get this backwards. <laughs> I feel like A is like hospitals and B yes. is doctors. Yes. I did not know C was uh, Medicare Advantage, so you taught me that one. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to go with D. I'm pretty sure it's D. That is your final answer. You're going to go with final. Part D. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Man, you got it. I just heard the laser for the first time too. That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. What if Pat? See now, if I worked for Medicare or the government, how I would have laid out that question is: Which part of Medicare covers prescriptions? Is it A Part D? Is it B Part C? <laughs> like that's how. That's how you know I don't work for the federal government. Yes, just laid it straight out, right? Bless you, Jen. Bless you. That would have been so oh, cruel. We would have been here for seven minutes trying to figure out who who's on first. Wait, what? All right. Uh, next question. What year will the hospital insurance trust fund for Medicare, is it expected to run out of money? We hear a lot about Social Security trust fund, Medicare trust fund. When is it expected to run out of money for Medicare? A, 2026. B, 2033. C, 2042, or D, not until 2055. Okay. This tough. I was going to say, I figured I'd get my sound here. Okay, so my thinking sound. Yeah. So um, I know uh, we do a lot of research. We study a lot on our debt as a country, and mm-hmm. so Social Security is always in the news more, but I do know that Medicare is actually a bigger financial problem for the country and I also know it's been getting worse and worse. And because of COVID, things got worse faster. So I'm going to actually say the first one, which was, I think, was 2026. Okay. Are you locking that in for your final answer? I'm going to lock it. You got it. <laughs> five for five. That's right. Is it expected to run out of money in 2026? A couple other facts here. Medicare spent $925.8 billion in the year 2020, and their expenditures exceeded their income by $60 million. 
Just wow. a couple of and things about the spending. By, by the way, Jen, 2026, not that far away. No, not that far away. Yeah. Not that far away at all. Um, let's do this. You want to do a bonus round? You want some extra credit? See if I you mean, can do six? I mean, 100% is pretty good, I get, but I, I can see if I can do better, Why I suppose. Not do better than 100%. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, one more multiple choice question for you, Pat, on Medicare today. Who were the first two Medicare beneficiaries? Was it A, Lyndon and Lady Bird Johnson, B, Harry and Bess Truman, C, Walt and Lillian Disney, or D, Bernie and Jane Sanders? (laughs) Thank you for finally giving me one where it's like automatically, well, it seems awfully self-serving if it would be Lyndon Johnson. That doesn't make any sense. It would be handy if you signed it and you got to take it. But so who was the other president? Was it Uh, Truman? Truman, Harry and Bess Truman, or the Disneys? Which I mean, I don't know. They're like American royalty. Why wouldn't they get it? I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. This is one hundred percent guess. I'm just going to say the Trumans. You're going to go with the Trumans. All right. Is that you're 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 eliminating Bernie Sanders just like that? I'm eliminating Bernie. Uh, I don't know if he was sixty five plus at that point. I'm not going (laughs) to. Not going to comment on that. Uh, Walt Disney, that would be really cool. That also seems, it just seems kind of odd. But you're going to the Trumans. You got it. Six for six, Pat, is what you did. You're you're learning why I'm a good test taker. You are are a very good test taker. (laughs) But I think some of these questions show just how complicated this stuff is and why it pays probably, Pat, to call somebody, get some help, especially when we're talking about things like our Medicare decisions. And before we run out of time today, you were a champ here with our trivia today. But tell us how you handle this with folks who are having Medicare questions when you're working with them on their retirements. Yeah, a couple of things that I would mention, Jen. One is we talk about you know five areas of retirement planning being really important to, to have a comprehensive, a complete plan. Um, obviously, we all want to know where our income is going to come from. That's kind of a no-brainer. Almost everyone wants to know, how is that going to be taxed? How do I keep my taxes down? Um, most of us have can't just live on Social Security, so we need some type of nest eggs. We need an investment plan. It's usually a good idea to have an estate plan so that if you have children, they're protected. If you're married, your spouse is protected. The fifth area is your health care plan. So for most people, that involves health insurance, Medicare, Medicare supplements, long-term care, all of those things. So that's part of the plan. Having said that, we learned years ago Medicare is just too complicated for us to try and figure it out ourselves. So we were so fortunate a while back to meet a local expert, Tim Hanbury, and he does a Medicare Minute uh, for us sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has just been a fabulous resource, Jen. Uh, he knows it inside and out. He has saved clients tremendous amounts of money in the past. And so we highly recommend him as our kind of go-to local expert for all Medicare questions. And like I said, Jen, so that's just one part of one of the five areas of retirement planning. And we just find that Medicare is just one of those many examples where people have lots of questions. And I know a lot of clients have said to us after they start working with us, you know, I just wish I would have done this sooner. And the reason they say that is because it's just complicated. And most people are interested in having someone help them with it, even taking responsibility for parts of it to make sure that you've got things in order and also giving you that peace of mind that you have a plan. So if you have a plan, you're not sure if it's up to date, or if you don't have a plan, take advantage of an opportunity to talk with one of our retirement planners. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. For our show listeners, we offer that review, we call it our five-step retirement review, and we do that at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is just call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. That's all the time we have for this week, but be sure to tune in next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you then. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. 
Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.